Let's bring in our friend Lane Grindle, Brewers broadcaster. Hi, Lane. Hey, guys. Good to be with you. Man, it was good to see him take that deep. Uh, Let's start there, I guess. Eric Thames. How important is Eric Thames when you think about the fact that Kane and Yelich are really producing, but the rest of the lineup is kind of scuffling along? Eric Thames becomes awfully important. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think sometimes we forget that uh, two years ago he was the hottest hitter in baseball in the month of April, and he finished that year strong as well in 2017. And then last year was putting together another nice April before the injury, and that kind of got his season a little bit off kilter. He has looked very good uh, so far this season. He had some struggles early, but he's really settled into this pinch hit role, and I think you're going to probably see him uh, get more opportunities at first base now with Jesus Aguilar's struggles and with uh, uh, maybe a run of some right-handed pitching as well. Uh, I think you're going to see Eric Thames get more and more opportunities because he's earning those right now. Lane, but I can't help but think what Ryan Braun did against the Dodgers in going deep after walking Yelich. I mean, it it is critical that whoever is around Yelich in that lineup find a way to produce, right? So one of the best hitters in the game can see a couple pitches. No no question about that, Greg. Ryan Braun talked about that after the game Saturday, that you know, that was a, a big moment in the game to get a little bit more separation, but it was just a big moment in general to show that if you walk Christian Yelich, we got guys that can that can step up and, and make you pay for that. And it, it's going to help Christian hopefully see more pitches uh, in the future as well. I mean, it's no secret what he's done against the Cardinals, open up a three-game series here in St. Louis. St. Louis is very aware of what Christian Yelich has been able to do, and Mike Schill even talked about it last homestand that, look, we're going to have to – really take a look at how we're pitching to Christian Yelich, and maybe we're going to have to think about the Bonds treatment at some point in time, depending on the situation in the game. And so for guys like Ryan Braun to step up like he did like on Saturday night, and really other guys as well. I mean, Lorenzo Cain's been good at the top of the order, but uh, the Brewers hoping they can get Travis Shaw going a little bit. Uh, Yasmani Grandal looked better at the plate after having a couple of games where maybe he didn't swing it as well, but overall he's been swinging it well pretty much since the, the calendar flipped to April. Just as many guys as you can get around Christian Yelich is going to lead to a lot more run scoring for the crew. Adrian Hauser on the mound tonight. Is he stretched out, Lane? And, and what is kind of the ideal situation here for Hauser making his Major League debut as a starter? Well, that's why he started the year in San Antonio. He had a shot to make this club as a reliever, but the Brewers really feel like he has a good future as a starting pitcher, and they wanted him to start in San Antonio and get himself stretched out uh, as a starting pitcher. And so he's made three starts in San Antonio, 82, 78, 86 was his pitch count. So he's pretty well stretched out where he can go fifth or into the sixth and maybe even further if he's pitching well and has an efficient count going for him. Adrian's a, he's an intriguing guy. He kind of gets forgotten about a little bit because of the Tommy John surgery a couple of years ago. Last year he made some relief uh, appearances for the crew, but he's had good success when he's been at the major league level. He's thrown over 15 innings at the major league level. He's only given up five earned runs. His stuff plays. He has a big time fastball in the mid-90s and he has a good curveball to go along with it. And I know the Brewers think this is a guy that has a, a really bright future, and they think his future could be in the rotation down the road. So Josh Hader is probably very low on the list of guys I'd be worried about, but the home run ball has started to sneak in a little bit here. What are you seeing, and in, 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 is there a commonality maybe in the pitches that he's thrown that are being hit out? 
Not really, because yesterday was a, a slider where he, he, he made a mistake, and Cody Bellinger's one of the best hitters in baseball, maybe you know in the top three, along with Christian Yelich and Mike Trout right now. And you make a mistake to Cody Bellinger, a left-handed hitter at Miller Park, and I know that Josh has had this great success against lefties, but a mistake still a mistake, and Cody Bellinger's going to make you pay for that. It was a, a fastball that Hernandez got out um, two nights prior to that. So I don't know that there's really a commonality. It's it's a matter of uh, when you're facing good lineups, a lot of times they'll make you pay for the mistakes that you make no matter how good you are. Josh Hader's human, and I think it's easy to forget about that at times because he'll go run out there 10, 11, 12 straight times where nobody can even touch him, and we kind of take it for granted, I think, sometimes. And so when he has a little stretch where guys get some hard contact against him, I think maybe the wisest thing would be to step back and really appreciate in totality just how dominant he is because when something like this happens, we're so shocked by it. Lane Grindle, Brewers broadcaster. You can hear Lane on the call tonight from St. Louis. Thank you so much, Lane. Looking forward to it, guys. Thanks. Hard to believe this is already the third series against the Cardinals and twice against the Dodgers. This is a tough start to the year for the Brewers, so if they can uh, continue to tread water, they should be in pretty good shape.